اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم وَإِذْ تَعَذَّنَ رَبُّكُمْ لَإِنْ شَقَرْتُمْ لَعَزِيدَنَّكُمْ وَلَإِنْ كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِ لَشَدِيدٌ And remember also the time when your Lord declared If you are grateful, I will surely bestow more favors on you. But if you are ungrateful, then know that my punishment is severe indeed. This is of course from chapter 14 verse 8. As you all know this week happens to be the week of Thanksgiving. And in our history in, in America, everybody has their own version of why or why not they celebrate Thanksgiving. To get a little bit deeper into it, this is something that has started from 1621, long before the United States was even formed as a an official or a formal nation. I Unfortunately, we can't talk about Thanksgiving until we talk a little bit about its history, just briefly. Just so that all of us understand. Maybe some of our schools speak about that, maybe they don't. So we will learn one day or another about the true history of America and this celebration of Thanksgiving. But I'll have, inshallah, some discussion points about how we can celebrate it, how we can remember it, and how it's important for us to to celebrate certain celebrations for the good of our people. Now first and foremost, we should know that there were colonists that came to this country. Colonists, sometimes in school you will learn this as a good term, and as you get older you'll realize it wasn't the best of terms. A colonist is basically a group of people who will go to a new place, a new country, a new land, and they will colonize it, so to speak. They will take over, they will become the kings and the masters. And then they will take the local people and they will make them work. If they don't want to make them work, they will take their land. If they don't want to take their land and they don't want them to, to be on their land, they will even have mass murder. So it's a very dark uh, history that has happened in our world um, in the name of colonizing nations. The English happened to be those who arrived here in America on the eastern coast. And there were, of course, Native Americans, millions of them, who lived in America, who thrived in America. They didn't just live, they weren't a small number of people. They had nations, they had cities, they had capitals, they had trade you know, uh, routes, and you can name it. They had their own structure. Of course, they were behind. They had not received some of the, the vast wisdom that the English had already been able to be bestowed with. The English had weapons, the English had all kinds of you know, different modes of transport and, and ways of, uh, of, of yielding you know, vegetation and so on and so forth. Not to say that the Native Americans didn't have their own ways and methods. They of course did. <clears throat> but as you and all know, I know that um, as we grow up, we see books and movies and, and things from Disney about Pocahontas and how everything was just wonderful. And, but the reality is far darker and deeper than that. And it's important as an Ahmadi Muslim for us to know our own history. We are Americans, we are American Muslims, we are American Ahmadi Muslims. And as a result, it's very important for us to understand the history of our nation. And one thing I remember you know, learning about American history is one of my favorite subjects. It is that every time America did something atrocious, something very bad, something terrible, something that you can't undo, there were always some among them who voiced the truth, who voiced 
what is right, what is reasonable. And eventually directing the rest of America to tread on this path of goodness to some extent. And so I've always seen at every dark history in America, there's always a glimmer of light where America slowly but surely comes to some goodness. Now, it doesn't apply in every sphere of America. There's still much improvement to be done in many, many ways. Our challenges with racism, wealth, inequality, and so many other things still exist. But overall, you know, many other nations were not able to establish democracy early on the way America was able to. Although, again, there's a lot of weakness even among our system of democracy. But I'm not mentioning any of this for you to think that today is a day we're going to talk negative about America's history. What we should know is human beings have a negative history. All human beings. It doesn't matter what nation you're from, what country or city. People tend to do that which is evil, that which is easy, that which brings about their own personal gain. Which is exactly why we need a God. Why we need to connect with Allah Almighty. Because if we don't, if we are left to our own might, we will do the basic principle of might is right. Whoever the strongest in this room is, will become the king. And as you all know, if you look around this room right now, if we were to close the doors and say, we will all live here from now on, and we all have to now fend for our own ways, we will not look to the smartest man, we will probably look to the strongest man, right? Who will automatically, forcefully become our, 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 our leader. But Islam teaches us a very different way of living, which is the gift we have to give to the rest of the world. And that we only have that gift because we believe in a God. That is what, exactly what that verse I you know, mentioned to you earlier, which is remember the time when your Lord declared, you know, when Allah Almighty announces, makes it known to the whole world, a rule so to speak, a law. He said, if you are grateful, I will surely bestow more, more favors on you. If you are grateful, if you are thankful, if you give thanksgiving, so to speak, then Allah Almighty will bestow more favors on you. You will see more goodness come your way. But if you are ungrateful, then know that the punishment is severe indeed. And so here we're going to talk a little bit about what that punishment is. If somebody were to stand up right now and say, I don't believe in Allah, or I don't care what Allah has given me, or I don't care about these gifts that we received, will a lightning strike on him immediately? No? Are you sure? Nothing will happen to him, right? He can say and do whatever he wants, right? So then what does Allah mean that a punishment will be severe? It means that everything He has created has its good if you use it the right way and has its bad if you use it the wrong way. Allah doesn't have to shoot you with lightning. Let me give you an example. If I were to stand here and say, I don't care about fire, what is fire going to do to me? And I have this big bonfire in the middle, I say, I'm going to jump right into it. Who's going to stop me? Now I can jump into it, Allah's not going to intervene, He's not going to stop me. And if I jump into it, what will happen? I will burn, right? I will not survive. I will not likely make it out of that fire to speak again. That is actually what every action in this world has, it has consequences. And Allah allows those consequences to be that punishment. If we don't follow what is right, 
we, found, we find ourselves stumbling and falling and hitting obstacles that just don't make sense. Why is this here? Why is this stopping me from doing X, Y, and Z? Why don't I see success or happiness or longevity or whatever it may be? Why am I keep seeing these things? And most often than not, it is because of our own decisions that we have made without thinking about what Allah Almighty has established for us. Now again, I don't want to get too deep into it. Let me get a little bit, let's look at a macro level, let's zoom out a little bit. As a Muslim says that there are three types of saying thanks. Shukr. He said the first one is when a person's heart or mind with a person's heart or mind which consists in forming an adequate idea of benefit is received. So basically in your heart or mind you feel that you have benefited. You have received something good so in your heart or mind you are grateful, you are thankful. Somebody is kind to you. You go to the barista at Starbucks and they're very nice to you. And so in your mind and your heart you, you say this guy is really nice, thank you. But you don't say it to him, you just keep it in your heart and your mind. The second is with a person's tongue, which consists in praising or commending the benefactor. Same example of this barista. After he has done something, you say thank you. But not a superficial thank you, which all of us do, right? We all say jazakallah and thank you. But a real, like thank you, you were very kind. I had a terrible morning. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I got stuck in traffic, right? I was hungry, I missed breakfast. But you're, you, know, you made a joke this morning, you really genuinely were kind, thank you so much. That's the second one. And the third one is with a person's limbs, with our body parts, with our actions. He says, which consists in returning the benefit received according to what it deserves. And even this has five foundations, he says. So basically, if somebody does something nice to me, I'm going to try to return that favor, right? To the extent it deserves, not over and above, not too much where somebody, you know, gives me a piece of gum and I give him $5,000, you know, that, nothing absurd and out of this world, just something simple, you give me a piece of gum, what will I do to return that favor? So first he says, he says, showing humility of him who renders it towards him to whom it is rendered. So basically, you show a sense of humbleness to the person who is great, you, you're being grateful to. Right? The second, his love of him, you should return it with some love. Number three, his acknowledgement of his benefit. So you acknowledge, you were very kind to me this morning, thank you so much. Or his eulogizing for him, or his not making use of the benefit in a matter which he who has conferred it may dislike. So somebody gives you a piece of gum, and instead you take the gum <laughs> and you throw it away. That action itself is not being grateful. You, in your mind, in your heart, you might be grateful. You might have said thank you. But what was your action right after? And many of us have experiences. What happens when we're distributing flyers? The person will take it, he'll, he'll take it himself. He'll say thank you. But you'll watch him a few steps later, he'll go and throw it away. So now he was not thankful in his actions. All the other means he may have been thankful. And we notice that it affects even our hearts, right? It goes and pierces our hearts. Why would this man do this? It didn't matter what he said. It didn't matter how he behaved. His mannerisms to you in terms of him being thankful and gracious. So this is why, the reason why we need to discuss this or understand this is because again, 
If we are going to celebrate a holiday called Thanksgiving, what are we being thankful for? And if so, how are we being thankful? Are we being thankful by our heart and mind alone? How about our tongues? How about our limbs? How many of us are probably just going to have a party with our families and not say or do anything that will help somebody or anybody who deserves it? You see, then if you zoom out even more, you'll realize many of us, in fact, I think all of us here, except a few, are those who have come to this country to seek refuge, to be able to worship, to be able to live in peace. We have a greater thanks to give back to a country that has allowed us to live here, allowed us to practice whatever we do. The fact that we're sitting in a masjid, in a country that is majority Christian. It's an interesting thought. This is something to be grateful for. But how do we show that gratefulness? How do we show that thankfulness? That's the real question here. Now this of course is in line with those who are grateful to other human beings. As a Muslim always talks about another aspect. He says, if we are grateful or we show shukr to God, it's a little bit different. This is again very interesting. I, as I was reading it myself, it was new to me. He says, when you are grateful to God, there's a few ways you can do that. You can't do it the same way that I just described being grateful to a human being. With God, he says, one, you can forgive another person. You can commend him. You could reward him. All of these things would be for the sake of God. Goodwill or favor, and hence, some way you are rewarding them. So he continues and says, look, a great principle of all advancement is connected to thankfulness. Meaning, if we are not grateful, we are not thankful, our entire nation would stop progressing. We would stop being better than we were yesterday. All these advancements, all these great things that we see around us, they would slowly go backward. If we were not grateful. Think about that, that's a very powerful statement. But what does it mean? Think of it in a small scale in your own home. If you were never grateful for the things you had from your parents, let's say, or from your siblings, what is likely to happen? If you're not grateful to your parents, in these ways, right? By your heart, by your tongue, by your limbs, if you're not grateful, eventually what will happen? What will happen to your parents? What will they do? Will they get closer to you? They'll distance themselves, right? Or you will distance them, right? You'll push them away a little bit slowly, but slowly and surely. And as you distance them more and more, will that family be a close family or a disconnected family? A very disconnected family. So that's exactly what it is. Even an advancement of a home requires us to be grateful and thankful. Hazur once mentioned, not once but many times, has told husbands, for example, that when you are home, there are so many countless things that your wives do for you. How many of you are grateful to them? How many of you mention it to them? That you have done X, Y, and Z. I've noticed X, Y, and Z. Many of us don't do it. But as you told us, that's one of the, the secrets of a happy marriage. 
that you notice something that is good, an effort was there, you should mention it. There's no reason for you to, in your mind, keep it there, right? But even in fact, even bring it to the level of your tongue. And then of course, the Holy Prophet Muhammad takes it to another level. He teaches us even to take it to our limbs. He says, if you feed your wife a morsel of food with your own hands, it is as if you have gotten rewarded from Allah. Think about that. It's an interesting thought. So these are all the different layers. Again, if you, every time you think about being grateful and thankful, how do we do it when we do it in this way? Another part that Hazur mentions. He says, look, the best way to be thankful to Allah, not to human beings, the best way to be thankful to Allah is that all the different gifts Allah has given you, the skills, the abilities, right? Some of you may be good at what? what some of you are good at what? Monasa, what are you good at? What's a skill? Listening. Listening. He's good at listening. <laughs> Some people are, disagree with that particular skill. <laughs> Alim Sa, what are you good at? What's your skill? The opposite, huh? Very artistic. So most people didn't know that. But you are very artistic. That's right. So here has a Muslim says, If you want to be grateful to Allah, you use your art for good. That is how you will be grateful to Allah. Allah has given you a skill. You don't ignore it, but you use it. You take full benefit. In fact, you increase your skill that Allah has given you. Whatever it may be. If it is art, then you get... Better in your art. He says, if you make proper use of the organs of your body, they will develop further, they will get better. You know, we always talk about this hadith, that you should learn from the cradle to the grave, right? We always learn about this. Keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. Allah actually wants us to do that. The more we learn, the more we progress, the better we get, the stronger we are in our faith. All of these things, progress is something Allah loves. If we stay the same, we will be weak. And this brings me to the last point today, before I talk a little bit about Thanksgiving directly. I found this quote, and I put it on my phone for the last couple of days. I've had it here. It helps me to remember this good point. And I think it's something worth sharing, even in this concept of progress. The best way to be grateful to Allah is to progress in something He has given us. The Promise Messiah says, Our today should not be the same as our yesterday. If one's today equals yesterday, meaning if whatever you do today, spiritually, physically, educationally, if it only equals yesterday, he says as far as the progress, for example he gives here the progress of piety, in righteousness, you are at a loss. He says if you equal your, your piety, your righteousness of yesterday, you are at a loss. That means there's a constant progress you have to go through. If you did the hajjid yesterday, if you don't do it today, of course you're at a loss. But he's saying if you did it yesterday and you do it today again, and you do everything you did yesterday again today, you're also at a loss. This idea of progress is necessary. It's an important step in, our, in, our, in us getting closer and closer to Allah Almighty. Now that brings me to the last point, which is thanksgiving. Now as I mentioned, the roots come from a very dark past. Very, very dark past. And so the best way for us to be thankful is that we should give back. 
to our nation, one way or another on this weekend. Find a way, either you're going to donate blood, or you're going to give some food to a food pantry. You're going to do something. You're going to give a call to somebody, a veteran maybe. Anything you can think of to give back. Because you don't want to just keep it in your mind and heart. You don't want to only say it with words. Some people may just go and tweet something. It's not going to do much. But it is your limbs. You have to use your limbs to do something to give back to this nation. If you're educated, write an article, a blog somewhere. Whatever it is. And the best gift of course to give them is the gift of Islam and Ahmadiyyat. So those of you who can, try to preach this weekend. Maybe talk to another friend of yours, an American maybe. Who you might be able to bring towards Islam. Maybe invite them to your home. Give them a meal as well. Don't keep this as a closed door club mentality. Where you keep everybody out and you say we've done thanksgiving. And above all, be thankful to Allah Almighty. Throughout this weekend and beyond of course. Because the goal here is that we have to keep, keep on remembering Allah Almighty. Keep on being thankful. And again this last rule is, the Holy Prophet Muhammad says, He who does not thank the people is not thankful to Allah. So this is also very important. Sometimes you will see somebody who is in your home, in your life, a co-worker, they do a good job. Don't resist to thank them. Be thankful to them. That will help create more positivity and more goodness around us. May Allah help us to truly not only enjoy a few days, but have a perpetual enjoyment of the goodness that God Almighty has given us. Amen. <laughs>